Hey, what's up, everyone? Coach here. Uh, we have a new podcast, the Peak Archery Podcast. It is all about planning to peak. Um, it is definitely um, related to Larry Wise's book, Planning to Peak in Archery. Um, but the podcast is, you may see just me interviewing guests. You may see Larry and I both. You may see um, guest hosts. You may see um, professional archers, um, all kinds of people on the podcast. So it's a new endeavor. It's strictly about improving competitive archery um, and for competitors, for coaches, for parents, for everyone. So, but also highlighting Larry's book and sections of Larry's book and how to and how to implement um, that plan. So I hope you enjoy it. Enjoy episode number one. It's kind of a, a like I said, a new endeavor on um, uh, an old uh um, format and I hope you enjoy this episode and I'm gonna go live oh, how's my hair how's mine <laughs> yours is looking great too all right I think we are good so it's been a while everyone um since you've seen me and Larry together on a podcast outside of the Barebow Project recently. So welcome to what the new Peak Archery Podcast. Um, this is a, a little bit of a collaborative effort to um, from myself and Larry. Um, and the goal here is we're going to highlight Larry's book, um, planning to peak in archery obviously you know you guys figure it out yeah. there figure it out there way to go frank it all works <laughs> out you see figure that stuff out um but this podcast everybody knows me from the barebell project that podcast is, has flown up quite a bit in the last year or two but the barebell project is geared 90 percent toward barebell and but a lot of the stuff that we do on there is transferable or in its own right is capable of being discussed in other formats, really targeting, you know, key terms here, people targeting compound yeah. Olympic recurve and barebell all in one podcast, specifically really getting after compound because let's face it, Larry, there's no podcasts out there that are talking about this stuff. Um, no. So this podcast is going to be geared specifically toward competitive archers, competitive for archery coaches, um, parents, and really talking about and talking with people, professional archers, professional coaches that have an impact on how you plan to peak for competitive archery. Right. We want to explore uh, what other people who have been successful, who are now successful, we want to explore what they feel is important, uh, what got them to their peak, and maybe ask each one of them to tell us two or three uh, issues, uh, items, practice skills, something two or three items that help them get to their peak. Of course, it takes a lot more than that. But uh, in a 30-minute podcast, we want to hone in on two or three important things. Yep. And uh, I think, you know, everybody 
would be happy to listen to 30 minutes. Yeah. And, yep. And maybe pick out one of them, one of them that really resonates with them that they can do. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's, 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 it's going to be shorter, not, not long story related podcasts they are going to be shorter to the point. And it's going to be, we're going to bring on some professionals. We're going to reach out to, you know, between my contacts, Larry's contacts, um, you know, and if you have requests, right. if there's people that you would like to see, um, on the podcast or interviewed and discussed with this stuff, check it out. Mm -hmm. um, let us know, shoot us a DM like, Hey, I love to hear what so-and-so has to say, um, you know, mm -hmm. and, and we'll, we'll try to get them on, on the podcast and talk to them about it. But um, with that being said, Larry, you have a new book. Oh yeah. You and I talked about it a little bit. Oh wait, before we do that also, Larry and I are really opening up the archery coaching. Um, as well so if you guys that are listening to this are interested in coaching online online private lessons maybe one with both of us um stuff like that reach out to me um and you know we'll make sure that you are you know let us know what you what what you're looking for and we'll see if we can't help you larrywise.com um, you can find all of his information, including the information about his book, grasshollowartree.com for me, whereas my, my coaching, um, um, information is there as well as the Barebow project. And, uh, as that includes this book that we're about ready to talk about. So the book, if you are looking to purchase the book, the edited version of this on YouTube will be on Larry's new YouTube page as well as the YouTube page for the podcast and the links to buy the book will be available in the information for the podcast. So Larry, let's right. talk about yeah. the book real quick. Okay. Right here. Planning the peak. <laughs> in That's it. Okay. Good. And um, as I said before, when we, we did the podcast for uh Bearbo project things, you know, I spent over three years, writing that and the ups and downs of dealing with publishers etc yeah uh it just <laughs> you really got to stick at it you really, really do and it got you know several different rewrites and different uh directions for the book but i'm really happy how it turned out good and uh you know i speak directly to coaches and athletes as well uh, what are the components of the mental game? What do you have to do? And it's no mystery. Mental game is not a mystery. There are easy things that you can do yourself. If you have a coach, great, that helps. And if you are a coach, uh, you know, I outline the different things and ways to do them, the different um, aspects of the mental game. There are many. Many, not just what goes through your mind when you're standing there shooting an arrow. It starts way before that. Uh, so in the book, I make uh, I made it into four sections. The first section is to help you establish your proper perspective of archery. And always the first principle of archery, archery is two-step sport. Step one, learn to hit the mark. And step two, repeat step one. 
So simple. It is so simple, but that's, that's what we desire to do when we select a target. If you're not selecting a target, you're just shooting arrows up in here. Great. <laughs> you don't have to worry about repeating anything. Right. Right. If you're going to hit a target, you need to repeat. So everything after the first few pages of my book is geared to helping you repeat. And so the second section is about how to prepare and what topics you need to prepare it, you know, from building a practice session, building a training plan for, you know, six months ahead of you, uh, all that, a pre-shot routine, your shot routine, that's really section four of the book, uh, a post-tournament evaluation, all of that, setting goals, right? Writing self-talk statements, positive self-talk statements. Which is what we're talking about today. You're planning to not use the negative self-talk statements that we all do, yeah. but catching yourself immediately and then filling in with a positive. We'll talk a little more about that here in a minute. Uh, third section is about attitude. How to structure your attitude. And uh, yeah, I have, I think there's five chapters in that section. And the fourth section is about your focus ability, your conscious focus ability, and your visual focus ability. Mm -hmm. that, that ties right directly into your conscious focus. Yeah. And of course, that gets to a project uh, involved in uh, collecting data for what is known as the trait of quiet eye, the stillness of your visual focus. Uh, I like to tar I like to call it on target gaze. It's what your eyes are doing the last second or two before and during the release of the arrow. That is critical. And so we're I'm working with uh, a sports psychologist from Florida, uh, University of Florida, and we collected some data. We're going to be talking more about that. We'll have him on. Yeah. And uh, when we get some data put together, that, that would be a great talk. So conversation. Right. Uh, so four sections to the book uh, with specific help for it. Uh, you know, one simple thing that we can talk about now is writing positive self-talk statements. Anybody can do it. Everybody should do it. And have you done it? It's just a piece of paper and a pencil, right? Or your phone and typing in a few into a little file. Mm -hmm. That's all it takes. And if you need help, of course, I, I give you examples in my book. But if you need help about positive self-talk statements, just search positive self-talk statements and you come up with hundreds of, of uh, little articles to help you do that. Yeah. But you ought to have uh, written on a little three by five card in your quiver. 100% or good ones. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And when things get a little confusing out there on the range, you know, like whenever you're shooting bare bow at a field range, 
and you stick one in the bail above the target face, Frank. <laughs> yards. Oh, I saw happened. the picture. I saw the picture. Yards. I did it. I did it not once, but I did it twice at 80 yards. The exact same spot. Yeah. Just a little high. Um yeah. 80 yards barebow at a that's center yeah. your face is um well, yep. it's it's a difficult task. <laughs> I yeah, that's one of the great memories from my youth shooting barebow. Yeah. That's all there was back in the late 50s, 1960. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a couple of men. Not to to derail the conversation, but I have such a profound appreciation for field archery after NFAA this weekend. I, without a doubt, will be building a field course, and the shooters that I work with weekly will be shooting it more often than not anymore. Yeah. We may get away from a lot of the static target distance practicing and mm-hmm. more and more and more field, maybe even indoor. Um, yeah, play around yeah, it's a, a great, little bit. Yeah, it's a great challenge, the ultimate challenge in archery, <sighs> and that's why I'm, you know, so so proud to have won a world field championship years yeah. ago. Yeah. But that's the ultimate challenge. Yeah, really. And of course, that was that was five days of shooting. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I, I mean, I, I didn't shoot the whole. Um, I shot four days, one of which was practice. Or did I shoot four? No, wait, so I did shoot five. I yeah. did. I shot Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, I shot Tuesday practice 14, 14 targets, but it and and the I think the thing that that I found out the most. And we are a little sidetracked, but that's okay. It's <laughs> there's so much more than just shooting and preparation, like and per like shooting an archery preparation that goes into it. Because I struggled yeah. with dehydration Wednesday, Thursday. Yes, it, it's it's very very demanding. Yeah, yeah, and and shooting uh, for the World Field Championship in Scotland. Yeah. Um, you know, you're out there eight hours a day. Yeah, yeah, I bet. And, and you're doing that five days in a row. Yeah. And, and, you know, what people didn't see was me doing my road work in the months ahead of that. Fire. Yeah. You know, uh, jogging almost every morning. <laughs> yeah. That, being, yeah. being in shape. Yeah. It's just real. But, but way back, it might have been like 1959 or 1960. I was shooting up at Shawnee Archery. So it was like 13, 14, shooting barebow. That's all there was. Right. And I remember shooting at the 80 yard target <laughs> and hitting the dot in the center. Of course, back then, the dot and the whole white was five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the black ring was three. three. Yeah. Okay. But I hit the dot and it was called the pimple. That's how we referred to it. I oh, you that shot phrase. one in the pimple at 80 yards. Well, I was like, you know, king. <laughs> but I was hooked, you know. Love to shoot field archery. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wish I could shoot enough arrows to shoot that now. But I suppose if I shot four targets a day, you know, in seven days, I could get a field round in. <laughs> that's, that's what I could do. But 
whether you can shoot a lot or not, you have the ability to write down three or four really good positive self-talk statements and have that on a card in your quiver. As I like to tell people, it's great to have the list. It's better if you use it. <laughs> so you've got to be pulling that card out and reading it to yourself. And, and that helps you with your perspective, you see. <laughs> yeah. You have to you have to have that that positive outlook no matter what happens on mm -hmm. every arrow and whether that and, and what that sort of does is it keeps the emotions down and so you're not getting overly excited about a great end you're not getting um overly um anxious and upset about a not so great end you're staying consistent mm -hmm. Right. So what you know? So that that what does that play into? That plays into your heart rate staying down. It plays into your nerves staying down, right. and you're and um, and it makes you process driven because you're just you know part of your process is the positive um, self talk and those positive right. self affirmations. Right. And and a big thing that it helps you with, it helps you avoid the judgmental thoughts that you have yep. uh, of how good or bad you are as a person, as a human. Yeah. Because your archery score does not change who you are as a person. No. Uh, it doesn't change your character unless you react badly <laughs> to something that happened with your arrows or score or whatever. Of course, then you know, now we're into, well, is, is this the character you want to display? Um, but that that's another issue. But yeah, it, the positive self-talk statements help you uh, stay away from the judgmental thing and the negative. If you're thinking positive, there's no room for negative. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Bottom line, that's it. Be yes, be proactive. Write some self-talk statements, and like you know, a, a good one is. I've done my work in practice because I planned my practice. Now I'm ready and I'm going to do the best I can do today. Perfect. That's a good one. And you keep saying that to yourself over and over and over again. Perfect. And soon you'll begin acting it out. So uh, yeah, that's, that's an easy thing to do. Everybody can do it. I encourage everybody to do it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that covers it. That covers what we wanted to talk about. We, we weren't, we had no intentions on keeping this super long. So, um, yeah. I will say that, um, people that are going to start listening to this podcast, I mean, where are people are familiar with this, you will be able to view the edited version of this podcast, um, on Larry's page, as well as the Peak Archery Podcast YouTube page. So it's going to be in two locations. I think what you're going to see mostly is that Larry, anytime we're talking about the book, sections of the book, specific topics related to the book, you'll see those on Larry's on Larry's YouTube page. Um, and, and I will be putting them there, um, working with Larry to help promote his book and, and his coaching. Yeah. Um, and then just we'll keep them archived in order um, on the, uh, the Peak Archery Podcast YouTube page. So mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and, and 
it's again if as we go through if you have topic ideas things that you think need to be discussed um you know that we'll we'll keep it but our goal with this this podcast is strictly geared toward competitive archery learning to peak when it's necessary constantly improving helping shooters and coaches um develop um into being better um participants within the sport that's what it yeah. is but if you're doing that for your target archery you're going to be a better hunter sure thing <laughs> sure thing well so, i hope we draw i hope we draw some more of the hunting side um yeah. to this podcast because they you know a lot of people are listening to these other podcasts that turn into like more like tuning discussions and and sometimes like i feel like I feel like a lot of the bow hunting community puts the cart before the horse when it comes to, Oh, my setup, my setup, my setup, you know? And I'm like, well, can you shoot 30 consistent arrows? Like truly consistent folk, right. Correctly. Excuse me. Focused on point, perfect arrows without, with zero distraction. You know, can you do that? Or are you like going down the rabbit hole of tuning, but you're not spending enough time tuning this and your shot process yeah it's just back to the first principle again yeah Man, when, when you draw back on a game animal you better be able to repeat what you do in practice yeah and that means physically and mentally your thoughts have to repeat yeah and uh yeah of course you know when they, when the big buck is standing there in front of you <laughs> you you can't get sidetracked in your thinking yeah you need to be hyper in the present hype like you need to distinctly be in the present moment and execute that's it that's all that matters like even Mm -hmm. hitting the animal doesn't matter execution is the only thing that matters and i think that's one of the toughest things to get across to bow hunters especially new bow hunters or guys who have never shot competitively you know it takes years and years and years of shooting at animals to get super confident and comfortable but as a competitive shooter who also hunts that notion of staying calm on the competition line 150 percent is transferable to <laughs> drawing on an animal forget yeah. the the environment, yeah. You, the environment yeah so you must focus on what you have control over and that is uh holding the bow and executing the release. Yeah. Now, once again, after the arrow leaves the string, you don't have control. Yeah. I know we're going to get into this. I know we're going to get into this, but yeah. it's all about your preparation yeah. and your confidence in your preparation. Right. Like, there's just so many factors that 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 people they miss out on. They just mm-hmm. they miss the bow. But okay. that's what we're here for. So, all right. Anything else you want to talk about, Larry? Before we let everyone go. No, just yeah, we're looking forward to uh, doing some topics to help everybody take a step toward your peak. You know, if you can get one thing out of each podcast that that will help you get there, well, we've met our goal then, Frank. Yeah, absolutely. And remember, like we have no sponsors for this podcast. This is strictly for your um, mm-hmm. your benefit and a way for us to help grow the sport so please you know share the show uh, that's all i ask and i say this in the barebell project they do have sponsors in the barebell project but i don't like harp on people i don't 
you know, like go through four minutes of the beginning, but here there isn't share the show. That's all I ask. I don't care about anything else. Share it on your social media, share it with your shooters, your parents, your coaches, share it with people Mm -hmm. that will benefit from it. And, um, and that's it. So hope you all enjoyed episode number one of the peak archery podcast with coach Larry wise and myself, coach Frank McDonough. Appreciate you all joining us, Larry. See you in the next one. Oh, yes. See you on the next one, everybody. See ya. Have a great week. Stop. All right. Live stream is over.